Now I'm going to take you to the verse 8 through 10. Jesus was teaching either what woman having 10 pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it. And when she hath found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which had been lost. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. One sinner, sinner that repenteth. And so for the next few moments, really as I'm not gonna be very long, I wanna speak to you on this subject. Celebrating recovery. Celebrating recovery. Come on with our eyes closed and our hands lifted and our hearts open right now. Let me hear you pray. Jesus, we need your word to come forth. Speak in power, speak in joy, speak in strength that we need. To him that overcometh, to him is the crown of life. And Lord, I know that this church is full of many overcomers. I know that some of us are living in recovery. Some of us are living in a life full of grace and mercy where we have been set free from the bondage and the burden of sin. Some of us are still struggling right now. But God, in this place, in this moment, in this house, let there be rest in every mind. That there is joy in the presence of angels. There is joy in this church. And we have a life of grace to celebrate. For God has saved and God will save and deliver and heal every life. In Jesus' mighty name. Why don't we give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. You may be seated. Look to your neighbor and say, we're celebrating today. Most basic sense recovery comes down to three things. A return to a normal state of health and mind or strength. Or the action or process of retaining possession of control of something that had been stolen or lost. It pertains to the action of being in recovery where one is in the process of actually recovering from illness, addiction, abuse, or pain. This is a slogan that many have learned and gleaned life and passion over in a state of coming out of alcoholism or drug addiction or some kind of abuse, recovery programs, self-help programs at all coming under the banner of celebrate recovery. 
But it is a mantra for the children of God today. It is a mantra for the Lone Oak Apostolic Church. It is a mantra for our worship services. It's a mantra for those that have been in a place before, but they are in a much different state of mind now. All because of Jesus. His own words for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save the lost. The very center of His purpose was in the salvation of them that were bound by sin. Recovering from the snare of the world. Recovering from the darkness that He had purposed. Recovering from the life that destroyed all seeming possibilities. He has come to give hope. He has come to give life. He has come to give joy. He has come to give strength. He has come to heal them that were broken. To set at liberty them that were loose. To proclaim the acceptable time of the Lord. And yet in His ministry they ridiculed Him for this. Because He sat with them who needed Him. We are all sinners. We are all in recovery. We are all recovering. All having sinned and come short of the glory of God. But yet it was His goodness. It was His mercies that followed us all of the days of our lives. As prophesied to David, I celebrate with you today recovery. We hear this following sobriety and addiction Stints in rehab after an accident, but we adopt the joy that he finds angels bring in the presence of true recovery in a soul that changes its direction. The wonderful song, Amazing Grace. As Thomas Newton wrote, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost. We can say that. Those are more than just words on a page. Those are words of our testimony. I once was lost. I once had no direction. I once had no sense of purpose. I once could not figure out what in the life I was doing. I once was bound. I once was estranged. I once had no sense of joy. I once was one way, but now I am found. In Luke, the ninth chapter, in Luke, the 15th chapter, Jesus touches on the lost sheep and he touches on the lost coin. He considers uh, um, combining the, 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 the terms and the, and the themes of what once was, but what now is. Bartimaeus testified of this in John the ninth chapter. When now the once blind man said, I was blind, but now I see. One thing I think we know is how we know what God has done for us. I mean, you didn't need to amen if you, God hadn't done anything for you. But if God has done something for you, if God has removed something from you, if God has forgiven you, 
if God has reestablished you, then nobody can testify like we can testify of how we know. I was one way, but now, when I began to decipher the time between the then and the once was, and the now and the now is, there is something that we must all be able to shout and to testify and to celebrate over. It would not be this way if it had not been for Him. We can testify, I know. One thing is this. One soul matters. One life matters. And it all matters to Him. We need, every time we have the chance to celebrate what God has done for us. See, we, we, we don't sing to entertain. We sing in worship. Because without Him, we couldn't sing. Without Him, there's nothing to sing about. Without Him, we're still lost. Without Him, we're still bound. Without Him, we're still addicted. Without Him, we're still broken. Without Him, we're still in a ditch somewhere. Without Him, we're in a jailhouse somewhere. Without Him, we're in a graveyard somewhere. Without Him, our families are still broken. Without Him, our marriages are still... With all that the shepherd and the woman still had in their possession, Jesus taught, He left the 99. She had 10 coins but lost one. One matters. Just as much as the rest. And so no wonder there's joy in the presence of angels when one sinner comes to repentance. When someone changes the direction. When someone makes the choice. We celebrate the small things. We celebrate the small steps. We celebrate the small testimonies because to them it's not a small thing. To them it's not a small step. To them it was a lifetime. To them it was a hardship. To them it was a brokenness. To them it was more than a season. To them it was a lifestyle. To them it was a way of thinking. But for God to set them free. We celebrate being in church when we could have been lost somewhere else. We, we celebrate being alive. We celebrate having strength in our bodies. We celebrate having a place to go. But more importantly, we celebrate God's provision to make a way for our soul. We celebrate recovery. Luke chapter 15, again, he begins to follow in suit from the lost sheep to the lost coin. To a lost son. He begins to emphasize the bad decisions and the, the selfishness and the, the desire of the boy to live his, live his own life and do his own things and make his own path. And 
I don't doubt that there were good intentions in that. I don't doubt that there were good dreams and aspirations in that. I don't doubt that most people in their life, they don't seek bad in their intentions. But bad things come when selfish ambitions are sought. So here he is after a string of bad decisions, bad luck, wasted riches. He's in a pig pen. He's thinking how much being back at his dad's house wasn't so bad after all. He comes to himself and he says, I'm going to go to my father and I'm, I'm just going to be a servant. I've lost my name. I'm not even considered a son any longer. I'll, I will just go and I will work as a no-named servant in the house of my father without promise and without intentions of ever finding recovery or deliverance or restoration. What he found on his journey back was his father was already ready to celebrate what had been lost but was now found. I want us to realize today when we are worshiping God on behalf of what He has done with us, it's not just what's happening here, it's what's happening there. The Bible said, seeing that we are encompassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us. All I can imagine is those that have gone on before us or, a, or is, a, is a welcoming party ready to say, come on, that was the right decision to make. You can do this. You can make it. You can be victorious. You're going to do it. I don't ever want to be found guilty of withholding from God what's due to Him. And my celebrating recovery. And I'm celebrating what God has done for me. Because without Him, I wouldn't be here. I wasn't a bad person. I don't know where I would be. I can't say whether or not I would have been in jail or, or, or where I would be. That, I didn't think I was that type of person. All I know is I would not have the life that I have now and the blessings that I have now and the wife that I have now and the child that I have now and the hope that I have now and the promise that I have now and the purpose that I have now if it had not been for Him. So forgive me if I get excited and I celebrate because I was lost. I celebrate my recovery because in anything that I had been lost to this world, the enemy had had to release it and God restored. The change from was to now can seem like a moment or a lifetime ago, but there is a change. And so we celebrate. The enemy comes to steal, to kill, 
and destroy. And I said I wasn't going to preach, so I'm just kind of jumping through my notes because I've been waiting to preach this for three weeks. But I don't feel like I want to preach it. The enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And some of you, it took a lot more from you than what you thought. I'm going to tell you something right now. I feel the spirit of prophecy in the church this morning. I feel a spirit of... I'm not asking for you to ask for God for anything. I'm asking that you declare to your problem that you are an overcomer. I'm asking for someone to speak to the problem. I am healed. I am strengthened. I am restored. Because in my celebration, I'm telling the enemy, you don't own me anymore. You don't have this anymore. This don't belong to you. This don't belong to you. You have no place here. You have no place here. And my celebration, my song is that I am free. And he who the Son has made free is free indeed. So prophesy to your situation. Speak life to your brokenness. And with your heart lifting up, declare I once was, but now is a different story. Might have life was his problem, promise. Then the enemy had come to steal, to kill, then destroy. But I am come that you might have life. Stand with me. The possibility is there. And it's for everyone. It's for everyone. But the only ones who receive it are the only ones who have done something about it. That's why he said, I have come that they might. I've given them choice of possibility. Stay in your brokenness. Stay in your loss. Stay in your pain or your darkness. Or celebrate what God has done. And live in the freedom where Christ has made you free. Because the might is the problem. God doesn't want to deal with, po on, with possibilities. He wants you to live with the assurity. I celebrate today. I'm still celebrating. We kicked service off with a song of praise that declares hell has lost another one. I am free. I am free. I am free. But it promises this. Get up.
Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Hey, listen, you can walk in this if you want it. You can live in this if you want it. You can have this if you want it. You can dance in this if you want it. You can sing in this if you want it. And when you make that decision, hell's lost another one. We need to celebrate the recovery. Hey, I might be in a process of healing right now, but I've been found and I've been set free. It may take me years. It may take me months to get back to where I don't have to worry about what's behind me. And so I'm in recovery. But I can tell you this. I was lost, but now I'm found. I was broken, but now I'm whole. Don't come to church quiet on me on my part. Don't get silent on my part because I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm rejoicing in what God is doing. I'm rejoicing in Maddie's life. I'm, I'm rejoicing in Brandon. And I'm rejoicing in Brother Micah. I'm rejoicing that Taylor's here. I'm rejoicing in... Because when I look back, all I can see is, Hell's lost another one. I am free. I am free. I am free. Oh, her children are growing up in that joy. I, I, I'm, forgive me, I'm not going to be trying. Hey, stop. No, not stop. Stop, stop the slow stuff. <laughs> not that you're doing anything wrong. You're amazing. You, she, she's fantastic. Forget the slow stuff. I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, this is what I feel and felt in the Holy Ghost. I'm speaking life, not only one sister, uh, uh, Maddie, but I'm talking about her sons and her grandchildren. There's an origin story that's taking place right now in this church that is redefining the future and the direction of. I celebrate recovery because of what's got happening in Brother Clement and what's happening in his family. I'm celebrating what God's doing in the Browns. I'm celebrating what God's doing in the Penningtons. I'm celebrating. Hell has lost another one. We need to come to church with the expectation of freedom and deliverance. You don't like this kind of preaching? I'm not trying to hype you up and I'm not trying to psych you out. I'm not going to try to falsely create something out of nothing. But I'm also going to try to raise up the dead either. He come that you might have life And have it more abundantly. If you want it and you want it abundantly, that decision is yours to have, not mine. But in the name of Jesus, if you want it, it's yours to receive now. And it's for you and your children. It's for your children's children. It's for your marriage. It's for your home. It's for your own. I think we need to celebrate for a few moments. I think we need to worship God and thank God for a few moments.
Praise team, I want you to come back. I think what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to end this service. We're going to end this service just how it began. Y'all are way too quiet. So here's what we're going to start doing for the next month. We're going to go back into what it means to be apostolic. And we're going to start talking about what it means to be Pentecostal. And we're going to start this off the way that we begin. In celebration. If you've got something to celebrate for. If you've got a testimony. If you are the one coin. If you are the one lost lamb. If you are the prodigal son. But yet you come back home. And the father received you. And now she said, I don't care what the hour is. She turned on the light. She searched her home. And when she found the coin, she said, get my friends together. Let's sing. Let's worship. Let's dance. Because what was lost is now found. Hey. You can go to the Baptist church. I'm just going to put it out there and I'm going to be bold because I'm not afraid of any of you. I'm not afraid of the devil himself. If you don't want to celebrate, if you don't want to rejoice in what it goes, there's a thousand churches across this state that you can go and you can sit in. Come on. But when we come here, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for everyone. I'm thankful for what God is doing in there. I'm thankful for what God is doing in the Starks. I'm thankful for what God is doing in the Cooney's. I'm thankful for what God is doing in the Brown. I'm thankful. I'm thankful that they're here. I'm thankful that they're shouting. I'm thankful that they're a part. I'm thankful that their children are growing up to know. And I'm speaking to children that you're going to have. I'm speaking to... So put your hands together.